This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome to another episode of the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. It's Michael here, and I've been looking forward to this interview for a long time. I've got the hero himself, Jeffrey Hazlett, on the line. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. I don't know if I'm a hero, but I sure do lead a lot of heroes. Let me tell you that. We've got some of the best CEOs in the world who are just value-based, so I'm, I'm very pleased to be a part of that. Yeah, it's awesome. The work that C-Suite's doing and the collective of people that you're attracting is absolutely amazing because you know this and you know even in your new book, you highlight this a little bit. The need for strong leadership that is well-rounded, not just the bottom line, but well-rounded in, in the complete picture of a leader has never been more needed than today. Yeah. Well, you just described page 12 of the book, which is the new book, The Hero Factor. I, you know, in, in fact, in the last part of the book of whole section where I just say pick a side, you know, I just think it's important for people to pick a side of doing right or wrong. Doesn't make a difference. Pick it. I, of course, want you to be on the side of good, the side of values. But, but nonetheless, I don't mind you taking another side. And what I mean by that by side is there's a number of ways you can look at running your business. You could be a bottom liner, you know, who is very operationally excellent focused. You could be someone who is very focused on values, but be a do-gooder and make no money. Okay. Um, but we find that the best business, oh, and by the way, there's another alternative and that's just you're an asshat, meaning you're, you're, you have no values and you, you, you basically want to pillage the pillage, the village and you take everything and, and cheat and rob and just, just provide little values. And there's lots of examples of people who do that every day in business and in all of these. And then last is the, is what I call the hero factor, the real hero factor. The businesses that we see that operate the very best are those businesses that are focused around real values. And that is taking care of their communities. They're focused certainly on growth. They're focused on profit, but they're also focused about doing the right thing. And when we find businesses that are focused in that manner, what we see is that they're exceptionally great companies. They have higher engagement amongst their customers. They have higher engagement with their employees and, and you know, satisfaction that they're delivering more to the bottom line. And they're just doggone great, good people. So there's in, and so we actually have on that page 12 where I talk about the hero factor. In fact, you can go to the hero factor book, HeroFactorBook.com, and you can get a free assessment to even test yourself, you know, see how your business measures up because I guarantee you. And then, by the way, have your employees do that too. That's a cool thing to do because you find that there's a little bit of a difference sometimes. And that's cool because that helps you get to where you need to go and being transparent and all the great things that we talk about, you know, in the book, The Hero Factor. That's awesome stuff. And it resonated with me because one of the things that I've done in recent years is I took over a a startup medical clinic. I've been in the healthcare space for over a decade. And this was an organization in its first two years had 80% turnover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a toxic wow. culture. Wow. Uh, it was infighting, you name it. There was some huge challenges. Um, four years later, their average turnover is less than 10%. Wow. 
Um, They have employees there that have been there since day one that stayed because of the change in in leadership and culture. And it was it was transformational. Uh, And it was it was something that, you know, I went into it going, okay, this is a mess let's start addressing this and get down to the core of one, having everybody believe in themselves and two, you know, really connecting the culture and the message of we are here to serve this community. And that clinic is in a, what we call a high needs priority neighborhood. So there's a lot of new immigrants, a lot of health challenges. There's people that are coming from countries, quite frankly, that are our age, Jeffrey, that have never seen a physician or a medical professional in their entire life. And so you need to say they, 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 they come in and you're like, okay, we don't know. They've never had an immunization. We don't know what's going on with them. So huge challenges, but we got the connection where the staff and the people working are connected with the community. We're doing community things and it's, it's made just a humongous difference for just a little pocket of, of Toronto. And imagine if every organization had that mindset to do that. That's where, you know, that's where we start making more and more heroes out there. Yeah, it's exactly right. And, you know, the key is to get down to those levels of conditions of satisfaction, what is you're supposed to be driving. And usually when you have that kind of turnover, you have that kind of toxic environments, one, it's not based in values, which is important. You know, what is your operating standard for the company? What is the way in which you would describe yourself? Does everybody in the company believe the same thing and would say the same thing that you do? It was interesting when I actually did the audio transcription for the book or when I did the the reading of the book. I love to read my own books and, and record those for, you know, for um, uh, the, the audio uh, version of the book. I can't remember the name of the company. Who's, who's is audio book? What's the name? Audible. Audible. There we go. I knew I, knew I was trying to get for it for, for Audible um, and, and the other companies that sell them. But when I was doing it, I was reading it, you know, out loud, of course, in the, in the, um, in the, in the studio and I got to thinking of my own stuff. I'm going, geez, I'm not worthy of my own book. I need to go do these things. I need to do this. I need to do that, which is awesome because it's important for us to realize there's there. We always have to have continuous improvement. My team would call it sometimes chaos that we're constantly changing it. Can't, can't we keep it the same? And I, my answer is no, you know, we should always be uh, striving to do more and do it better and to, to make it bigger and to get more on the bottom line, more on the top line, greater customer satisfaction. Let's, let's give a bigger check into the community. Let's, let's have employees who are going to make more money. Let's pay them more and pay them better. I, I want all those things. And, and I think that's important for us to, to really have that down as, as what we call our operational operational values and principles that we that we put forth. I, I think companies that, that develop that kind of culture, um, you know, really, really create uh, real winners and success. And it's proven. It's proven time and time again. And, uh, you know, and those that don't operate inside of that, those values with operational excellence, um, you know, they tend to be wannabe companies or they're just good companies or they tend to be zero companies are struggling, as I said before, struggling do-gooders. You know, strong, strong in, in, in hero values, but really weak of operational um, uh, excellence in, in their operations. Yeah, and you hit on a bunch of points I want to talk about, but you know, one in particular that jumped out at me was the fact, and you alluded to that in just a minute ago, was, okay, you, you get to the organization and you make it excellent. 
uh, everyone says, okay, our job is done. No, it, it, no, it isn't. It, it continues. You need to continue to look for improvement and get better at what you do. I mean, you just said it when you read your own book and you went, oh, I'm not doing that. I need to do that. I need to do that. That demonstrates that you have this growth mindset and not just from you know a financial standpoint, that's part of, of things, but more importantly, it's like, okay, I as a leader or as a human being want to be better next year than I was last year. Okay, what do I need to do to do that? And you find efficiencies and improvements. And, and when you do that, you get really, really good at things and it continues to grow your organization and also gives you those opportunities when something comes up you know, and you, you mentioned it in the book about, you know, you know, the hero club and, you know, you, where you, you didn't do anything, didn't do anything, didn't do anything. And now you're, you know, part owner of it. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. yeah. you went from, you went from, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. No yeah. You know, yeah. heels in the ground. Like, you know, like my teenage daughters, no. And, yeah. and, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know, you know like, like the, uh, the Remington guy, you know, reference, you know, I loved it so much. I bought the company. Yeah, but, so. yeah, oh yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, you know, it's, it's, I, there's a story I tell right in the front of the book and sometimes we forget the call, Michael, you know that we we, we hear that we see it, we see the signs, we see the signs, but we forget the call. And I tell the story about Bubba. Bubba, you know, sees that this is really, uh, you know, relevant for today, that the lottery's way up high. It's in the millions and millions and tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, record number. And all of a sudden, Bubba goes, man, I, I want to win that lottery. And he prays to God and he prays. Oh, dear Lord, please let me win. Please let me win. And of course, the lottery day comes up and he doesn't win. And and he's a devout Christian. He's a devout, you know, follower. He's a believer. He's a holy roller, whatever you want to call. It. So he gets down on his knees and he prays again. Oh, dear God, dear God, let me have, win the lottery. Let me win the lottery. And of course, the day Tuesday comes by and pff, didn't call Bubba's numbers. You know, he didn't win. And then uh, lo and behold, he prays again, prays again on Saturday, and nothing happens. He doesn't win. And he dear. so on Sunday he goes to church and he gets in the pew after everybody leaves and he sits down. He says, dear. God, why? Why have you forsaken me? I'm a devout Christian. I'm a follower. I do all this. I do this. I live, I live, you know, a, a, a vainless life. I do this, blah, blah, blah. Why aren't you, why aren't you letting me win? Why aren't I win? And finally God speaks to him and says, Bubba, buy a ticket. You know, <laughs> we forget, we forget that, you know, so you got to get in the game, man. You got to, you got to decide. And that's why I say about picking sides. I want you to, as a business leader, decide what is it you want to be? What is it you want to do? And, and, and then what are the values that you're going to drive, you know, to the business? How are you going to, you know, when you're still, you're staying, you stand and, and get counted. And I'm not talking about giving money away. I'm just talking about being good, you know, that you're going to operate at this level, you're going to do these things, and you can measure it and know it, and you can stand in front of the mirror and do your own mirror check to check that you're doing those things. And And I don't think we do enough of that. I don't think we live inside of those kinds of values. I mean, I, you know, and part of the reason that the Hero Club is so good is because years ago is there was, um, um, and why I wrote the Hero Factor, you know, how great leaders transform organizations and create winning cultures is all around the, how the, how the Hero Group got started. Back, back in 1998, a guy by the name of Rob Ryan sold his company for $20.4 billion. And when he sold the company, he set aside a percentage of the company for his employees. 
Now that made the single largest number of millionaires ever created in one day. Wow. And so, you know, when Rob and Terry, his wife, uh, who was chief legal officer of the, of the company and we go out to dinner, people would run up to him and say, Mr. Ryan and Mrs. Ryan, you don't know me, but you know, I was the janitor and, and um, I can send my kids to college now. I couldn't have done that before. And you're my hero. And, or someone would say, Hey, uh, you don't know me. I'm the night watchman. And, um, and um, uh, my mother-in-law got cancer and I can pay for the operation. You're my hero. And, you know, Rob and Terry, they didn't feel like heroes. They just felt like they were doing the right thing. They said, Hey, we got here because of these people and they did a great job and we were blessed with this great offer and we just shared in it. And, and yep, we're billionaires, but now they're, they're millionaires and this is awesome. And, but how do I do this? How can I do more of it? So they started a little group and started getting this group together called the hero club and, and uh, started trying to teach other people how to do it. And, and um, lo and behold, um, you know, they could never get beyond about 20, 30 people. And, and then they saw what we were doing with our C-suite network and came to us and said, Jeff, can you take this over? Can you, can you start running it? And, and we did. And of course now it's grown into hundreds and hundreds of, 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 hero CEOs. And what we did was we changed it just a wee bit and we, we make everybody sign a pledge. And this gets back to my point about pick a side to have stand, stand for something. Um, you know, there's a lot of flack that goes on out there, Michael, of, of CEOs who take, you know, take the money and run. And, and we say a lot, there's, there's like more than handfuls, but, but by and large, as you know, most businesses do the right thing. Most business leaders do the right thing. I, you know, I live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, as well as in New York City. And, but in Sioux Falls, when I was growing up and be, a young businessman and, and getting started in my career, I used to go to the Village Inn Pancake House and I'd sit down at the table and with the young Turks and across the way would be the old Turks and the real leaders in the community who you know, would fund the, the, the bike-a-thon, who would fund the symphony, pay for the little league and raise the money for this, this charity or for this group or that group. And I said, man, I'd always like to be one of them. And one day I got invited to the table. And so what I mean is, and, and what I want people to understand is that their business is filled with people like this every day. And these are real heroes. They're running hero organizations, great companies, but they're taking care of the communities. And so what our hero club does is recognize that fact and says, you will operate based on certain operating principles. You operate based on the fact that you will, you will run your organization as a hero company to remember what got you there and take care of the people that are around you, your customers, your employees, your community and vendors and partners. And that um, when the time comes, if the time comes, you always do the right thing. And that's all it really means. And, um, and it's about time that we stood up and, and counted these people who are leading these, these operations and free enterprise, because that's what's making, you know, your country, Canada, what making my country, the U.S. and many other countries great is that is that spirit of entrepreneurialism and in doing the right thing and so this is why i'm saying more than ever today it's important for us with all the stuff that we see coming out of washington and all the stuff that we see coming out of ottawa is to you know hey let's agree to do the right thing and that's what this is all about no that well said and it, uh, it like i said before i mean never before have we had a greater need for it and with 
the advent of online technology and creativity, uh, there's more opportunities for entrepreneurs and an easier entryway into it. Yeah. And, and the fact that we have this opportunity, I love how you said, you know, remember what got you here. Now, a lot of us, you know, with New Year's resolutions, of course, we, at the time of the recording, you know, we're in a new year. Many of us, you know, took time to reflect over, you know, what, you know, successes we've had in the past, you know, what things we want to improve on or grow on and all of that stuff. And I think too many people limit that reflection to one time a year instead of, <laughs> every like, day. yeah, look in the, I, you, uh, I mean, I'm assuming most people will have access to a mirror. Um, there are some that I, you know, not to judge, but there are some where I'm like, mm, they may not have a mirror, but that's another story for another <laughs> right. day. I have no hair on my head, so I never have a bad hair day anymore. So it's all good. <laughs> uh, but it's one of those things where it, it's a daily check-in and one to, you know, get rid of any baggage or anything that happened yesterday that is bugging you. It's like, well, we'll deal with it, but don't carry that into today. Today has enough, you know, fun and adventures. We don't need to be bringing 18 bags into through security because, well, you know, it's going to take us even longer to get on that plane. So I, I love how you talked about that because, it, it, again, it's one of those things where we, if we remember that, it helps us channel into, okay, why? are we doing what we're doing? What, right. you know, right. you know, what is our, what, you know, start with why, you know, we've heard all the phrases, but get to the core of, you know, who are we? You know, yeah. what, what did, why did we enter in this? Because we all have choices. We all have choices to say, you know, I don't want to be in the C-suite anymore. I want to go do whatever. Uh, well, okay. You have that choice. But yeah. for those of us that choose it, it's it's a big responsibility, and we owe it to ourselves to to do the best things we can. Yeah, no one forced you to do this. You signed up for it. So if you signed up for it, then let's do it in the right way. I mean, you know, I think Henry Ford uh, meant it when he said, a business that makes nothing but money is a poor business. You know, hero leaders not only go the extra mile, they take their, they take their teams along for the ride. And, and it's not just about providing free coffee in the office or giving 10% of your proceeds to cherry. It's about, again, doing it because you can. In fact, that's what I actually have in my office in Sioux Falls. Over the door as you leave the office, it says, because we can. And, and that's what I want. I want it to be a choice for people. I want it to be a choice for you to do the things you want to do because you can. Um, and, and I think that's an important thing. And, and, and sometimes in business, we try to shy away from that. You know, we try to shy away from being in politics. We try to shy away from being a little controversial. We try to shy away from, you know, um, from doing too, you know, too many things or this or that, you know, and, and my point is, no, pick, pick a side again, pick a side, you know, decide what it's going to be and then put a stake in the ground. Now you're going to change it, change it. It's okay. Big deal. No one died. You know, um, and so what what fit you, to, you know, this year might not fit you next year. What fit you today might not fit you tomorrow. We sure know that after the holiday season, you know, in terms Definitely. of, <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I just, I, I just, I'm just trying to get people down to the real basics of, of committing to your own hero factor and leading with tenacity and with integrity. And so I'm, I'm encouraging every single CEO out there, every founder, every owner, every partner, and then every team member to do exactly that. 
And because, why? Because you can. I mean, man, why would you want to do anything else other than that? Because you can. And so that's, that's what I really would love to see you to do. And so, you know, so we've got a, I got, we got this book, the hero factor. We've got a, a hero club so that we're, you know, we're out there, you know, wanting to find other heroes to get together. We get in a room uh, at least four times a year um, around, around the globe. And, and we, we spend time focusing on networking. We spend time focusing on uh, education and motivation, inspiration and realization. And we, we help each other look for capital in terms of being able to grow more. And then, and then we have a little fun too, because you got to have a balanced life. Absolutely. And don't forget you have bacon there too. So. Oh, as much as we can, we have bacon and occasionally, occasionally scotch, you know, but, 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 uh, that at least that, at least in my, my corner of the room. Well, that's a good corner to be in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love, as you know, I love bacon. Everybody knows me about it. I love everything to do with bacon. So it's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Jeffrey, I've really appreciated our conversation today and I, I, and I, my, notebook is absolutely filled and of course you know the book itself has got dog ears and highlights and everything else through it so it's it's going to be a, a go-to book for me to reference time and time again so share with the audience best way to find you and any information else you'd love to share with the group you bet you well you can find me on um on this network c-suite radio certainly and we, we're so proud to have you a part of the c-suite radio uh family as a talented host on this particular network you can find me on c-suite tv you can find me on the c-suite network uh c-suite book club anything with c-suite but go you can go to hero ceo um uh, dot com you can find me at hazlet h-a-y-z-l-e-t-t.com anything with c-suite or hazlet you can be able to find me and i'd love to talk to you awesome and audience will definitely have all that information in the show notes jeffrey great to connect with you again appreciate you and everybody at c-suite and all the work that you guys are doing it's uh, been a great experience for me and i'm thrilled that uh, that i'm part of the of the team well thank you my friend Awesome. And until next time, everybody, be well. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.